0: Community, community of Central Oregon's podcast. Well, hello everybody. You guys are really beautiful. The energy in this room was amazing. And it's why I'm here to talk about frequency and vibration and resonance. So when I walked in and just outside all the beautiful food and everybody was just smiling, I was thinking to myself, this is... You know, Central Oregon is so unique. I travel around the country, and I go to different communities. And my teacher, Joey Klein, he taught me and trained me. I trained with him for seven years. Basically, the art of alchemy. So I was so excited to be with you guys because I knew I could just speak plainly. You know, when you get past Colorado, Colorado or towards Colorado, it shifts. And that is not, that's not being judgmental, it just does. The consciousness is different. It seems different here in Central Oregon. I, I say it's the trees. I feel like it's the trees. <laughs> There's a vibration coming off. But do you notice when you all came in here, how doesn't it just feel so much love and warmth? And we feel that, right? Well, what does that mean? So I grew up atheist. I grew up with a very strict, devout, atheist mother. And the word God, it was worse than the F word. In my, it really was. I'm no joke. So I had, to, um, I had to secretly connect with this voice I would hear. I would go outside. And my dogs, you know, animals. They, animals and trees. I was a very quiet, sensitive person. And my dad, fortunately, was, he was tapped into the cosmos, so we would have our dialogues on the side. But my mom was freaked out by me because I would hear things and see things. But it was cool, now that I'm older, to see that I didn't get imported information about what, what the soul is, what peace is what love is. My mom was also extremely angry. She was angry at God. That's why it happened, because her mom died when she was 10, and they were strict Catholic and Jewish. So there was like that kind of fighting going on. But um, she, she just became angry. There's no God. Why would my mother be taken away? So I wasn't allowed to feel it. So for me, It went into science. She was really into science. So why I love this and what I'm getting to, my talk's going to be about, it's called Peace on Earth Begins in the Mind. So I started thinking of that song. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. You know that song? And everybody says that. But then let's face it. When you're not peaceful and you're pissed off, How do you access that? So this is why I became obsessed with this work of conscious transformation. Conscious transformation. Because it had science backing, a lot of science. And I could relate the law of resonance to being love in the world. And I did grow up with hippies. My mom was a hippie. So I did have that part where they were like, we are one, we are love. And I never knew what that meant. So I got this work, and then I just saw, I get to use the law of universe to access God, to access a God that I wasn't allowed to know when I was little. And with this... I also got to create an incredible relationship with my mother. My mother was not a happy person, extremely abusive and angry, so I grew up in a very fearful state. And as I got older, I thought, I hate this woman. I really do. And it's okay to hate, you guys. It's okay to feel everything. But then I found this work, and what this work did was it brought me to a place of knowing that I have a choice. I could be love, I could be peace, and I can choose to be that, no matter what is happening out there. Now, that all sounds great, like I said. And we all want that. We all are that. We are that, naturally. But how am I really going to embody the frequency of love and emanate that out and have an impact on the world versus the world having an impact on me. The hypocrisy of humanity that I used to see as a little girl, you know, with people saying, oh, yeah, you need to be loved, but then on the side doing all this other stuff. It used to drive me nuts. You know, Gandhi's statement, be the change you wish to see in the world. So how do we do that? How do we become that? How do we align with that frequency over and over and over? It starts in the mind. And, and why that is is because we cannot, on a dime, shift how we're feeling. Anyone try that? Just try it. So right now, be angry. Now, if I told you to think of something that happened maybe today or yesterday that made you angry, I bet you each can think that way. And if you can't, that's great, but I would find something that's going to trigger you, whether it's what they're doing out in the world, you know, the the president. <laughs> and then if you like the president, how pissed off you are at people that don't like the president. And if you eat meat, how you think, Vegetarian and vegans are flimsy losers. And all of it, you know, I'm a a vegan. (laughs) I don't have issues with meat eaters. I just choose it for myself. But anyway, there's always something, whether someone cut you off. There's something, you guys. And the thing is, if we think of ourselves like an instrument, as a musical instrument, and you're playing a song, and your song is... Love, which will sound like, ooh, and you choose to be that in the world so that other ooh can harmonize with that beautiful sound. But then something happens and you go to, you're going to think, okay, how do I stay centered in love and how do I access peace, when I'm not feeling really peaceful. And I thought this was a great topic for the holidays because we are going to gather, a lot of us gather with our families. Like I said, my mom, it was the most, my mom passed away recently. And so I, my sisters and I, we say, oh yeah, we miss our mom, but we also say, man, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with her on the holidays anymore because that was not fun. It <laughs> was not a fun experience. Let's face it. So to get peace, how do we do that? Does anyone have an idea? (laughs) You have to first practice, focus, and know it is a choice. Peace is a choice. And it's something that you have to train. I don't care who you are, we didn't come out, grow up through all this external input, and then just have this ability to maintain this zen state through this world, especially with our distractions. We're trained in distractions. So a lot of the work I do is I train focus, focus of the mind, through meditations, through guided meditations. I train it like literally going to the gym. You train your mind by exercising it in a direction consistently every day. It has to happen. I notice if I don't, it goes off. So how do we access peace? Well, if you're in a place where, like this, it's very simple. If you're with people who are being loving and you like and you connect with, great. What happens when you walk into a room and it's people that may trigger you? whether it's a family member that something happened when you were younger, and you really don't like it, and you can't let go of it. Has anyone had that experience or feel that now? And you're just holding on to that thing, because every time you look at their face, it reminds you of that thing they did to you. That's not peace, you guys. So how do I become? And that's also you not being in charge of yourself. That's this thought and this belief and this story dictating to you how you feel. Now, do you want to be the master of yourself? Who wants to be the master of themselves? (laughs) I do. So, that's why I'm devoted to doing this work myself and then sharing how I went through it because it's not easy. I don't feel that. I have very ugly thoughts at times. It's okay. That's the main thing. So, First of all, there are no good thoughts, bad thoughts, good emotions, bad emotions. They're just emotions. And if you look at it as it's all just energy, it's energy. And if you allow the expression of an energetic wave, it's only about 90 seconds. So if you get to a place where you allow yourself to feel angry, and have its expression. It's kind of like if you drop a stone in a lake and those waves go out. And you allow them to go out to the sand and dissipate, because that's what it does. If you allow that, then you access peace, which is your natural state. Now, how do I do that? Again, through the mind first. So our thoughts. So you can check your thoughts. You can see where you are. If you think I'm really happy and in a good place, listen to your thoughts. You're going to tell a lot about what's really going on in your thoughts. This is an affirmation. There is a piece of fake it till you make it, but you first have to feel what's there authentically. We have to be authentic. If you're not authentic, you are never going to get to that piece. Does that make sense? You will never access your peace if you're just spreading over the top of what's really there. You won't. Because when we deny it, it grows. If we deny the anger, if we deny the sadness and try to say, oh, but I'm really happy, it sits in the back and it grows. If we tell stories about why our anger is justified... And believe me, everybody in here, that's what we do. I already know that about myself. There's a mechanism in place that when you're angry, first of all, your IQ drops a lot. The blood cells literally die because anger ignites the fight-flight mechanism. It's biological. We want to fight. We want to run or freeze. So your IQ drops when you're angry, and the first thing It'll do is start saying why it is justified. That's why we have war. That's why people say they're fighting for peace. That's just not possible. If we bring it back down, <laughs> right? I'm gonna fight for peace. You sucker, you don't believe what I believe. And that justifies my anger. I am so tired of this, and it's time to change. And how we change is changing ourselves. And if you really, really are committed to making a difference on the planet, to evolving consciousness, to being a part of the evolution of humanity, then I think this practice is for you. Now, it gets tricky at times, believe me. I practice every day. Like, like Jen was saying, I work with clients every day. I teach classes. I am in this work all the time. And I still have to practice. I still have to check my thoughts. I still have to constantly see what I am injecting into the collective field. But I'm committed. And, I, and through the course of my training, I have seen that this is why I'm alive. This is why I am here. And it's simply to be divine love and to create through that energy, through that frequency. That's it. And I'm not going to nail it all the time. And it's okay. I'm a human being. And when I don't nail it, I keep my eyes really open and I see how did I do it? What did I do well? And how can I improve? So the thoughts. So let's go back. When you're in a state, let's just give a scenario, okay? My mom, again, was a very angry person. She was a person that did have lots of justifications why her anger was okay, but other people's anger wasn't. I remember being a little girl and seeing all the legs. She'd always be at the rallies. You know, she was a, a devout Democrat and just just angry. <laughs> she was E-R-A, angry. Now, I remember just looking and thinking, this is just really weird, but this person's really angry. And I never wanted to see her again, honestly, because she was abusive. She was a lot of things. But I started this work, and I realized I was going into her you know, into spaces with her and other people. And I would say, oh, God, you know, their vibe. They're so angry. You know, I need to just stay away from them. And then I moved out to Sisters 20 years ago, and I lived way out in the woods, and I just started hermiting more and more and more. I played music, and then I would retreat into the woods. It was everybody else. It was everyone else that was angry, that was this or that, and I didn't want anything to do with them. So I found this work, and I realized what was happening. I would feel the anger of another person. And we have these things called mirror neurons that I believe came from just for survival as human beings. We see somebody, we feel them, and we know what they are going through. We can feel that. You know, if someone's like, oh, I'm happy, you know when they're angry. So I would go out. I'd feel that, and I learned, that's just simply turning on my anger. It's mine. And when I learned that, it's resonance. That frequency of resonance lights up and turns on my When I learned this, that I had a choice now through practice, I could hold my state. Be accountable for what I feel. Breathe. We all know how to breathe. It actually readjusts the nervous system. And then I could choose the thoughts I wanted to have about the interaction. I could choose what I wanted to vibrate. When I learned that, I was free. I didn't care how much I had to practice. I was finally free. I finally knew how I could be inside this world. That terrified me, really. So that whole process is what I teach. And I take time. I'll teach that for 12 weeks, just that. This person's angry. They're screaming at me. They think it's me that's causing their anger. Do I have to say anything to them? No. Because of resonance, all I need to do is, what am I feeling? So the mind, the mind says to me, what am I feeling right now? They're like, what am I feeling? Okay, I'm afraid. It's okay. It's a normal human emotion. I'm accountable for it. I have created this. Then I breathe. Reset the nervous system. Breathe again. Disengage the uh, the amygdala, the fight-flight. Disengage it. And breathe and hold space and say, wow, whatever comes. Maybe they're really afraid right now. Maybe that person, something happened that I don't know of right now. I'm going to hold space here. I'm going to see this human being is not doing this because they're nasty or mean. It's just simply this is all they know. And I'm going to breathe and hold space. This person then, and this has happened to me many times because I trigger people's stuff. That's what I'm here to do is ignite stuff. Love ignites stuff. This person then is going to look. There's nothing coming back at them. There's no resonant energy coming back to explode that, right? So if you're holding space and you're breathing, someone's shooting rage at you and you have the capacity through your training and practice to hold a space of love, that doesn't necessarily look like you're smiling because if someone's pissed off and you're smiling at them, they're going to punch you in the face. <laughs> that's not what that looks like. you got to tune in, you know, and see what, what's going to serve this best. But, but at first, I was just like doing my work inside. But when they have nothing that's pushing against, it's literally just like this mirror that comes up. And then, I, I kid you not, every single time that person will soften because a lot of times they don't even know that's the energy they're putting out and people are pushing and they're pushing and everyone hates me and why does everyone hate me? So then there's this opening and this happened with my mother. I literally did not want to ever see her again because she, in, at that time, the meanest, nastiest, most angry person I've ever known. And I started doing this work. And then I looked at her, and I just started thinking about her life, that I had no idea what it was like to lose your mother at 10, have to become the mother, have to take care of your handicapped brother, have to take care of the household, all those things back then. And then I started seeing her as a human being that I wanted to know, because this was my lineage. And I started to relate to her. And, we, and I set an intention with my mind. I choose to know who my mom is, who she is, asking her about her life. I choose to have a deep connection with this woman who brought me here. Now, I'm not saying all of you need to do that, but this was my choice. I choose to have fun with her. I choose to laugh with her. And we did. And right as I did this work, she was diagnosed with cancer and had six months to live. About This was about three years before. And I ended up having such an incredible, deep, fulfilling relationship with my mother. And I got to get all the treasures that she had for me. I got to go through all that rage. We laughed. I mean, her cancer was really not pleasant and, and it was a really painful de- death. And I was there. I was there till the very end. She wanted me in the room. And right before she left, I saw the breath changing. Has anyone seen people pass? It's it's just a magnificent experience. I mean, if you have the right thoughts, <laughs> but it, it was the most extraordinary thing I've ever witnessed in my life. This birth back to creation, and she she was unconscious for 13 days, and then at that last minute, her eye opened. And I just said, go, Mommy. And then this tear. And it was her and I. That experience was fulfillment for a lifetime. And it was all because I learned how to emanate peace. I would have never had that. So this is why my life's work is now to stand up here and just share with you how I learned how to be that. And I know every single one in here can be that. And it just takes first the mind. Knowing what you're thinking, knowing where you are, knowing when you're out of alignment, being authentic about it, Not thinking it's wrong to have nasty, mean thoughts, not thinking it's bad to feel angry, to know it's all okay, every single bit of it. It's okay. And then to choose to stand in the column of divine love and be that out into the world. This is how we change the world. One person at a time, yourself first.